one and all, back to another edition of the Dak Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Dak Comedy Studios. I'm never alone. I want my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. Hey there. Hey there. And we also have Miss Pretty Funny herself. She is up in the state of New Jersey, gambling her heart out. She does big things because she's a big woman. Candace August, welcome back to the What was that, Candace? I can't stand you. You can't stand me? Why would you do that? Why would I do what? Why would you do that that way? That what did I do? Really? What did I do? Exactly. What did I do? Did I say it like McNulty? Yet? Yeah. No. Did I more like McNulty. Getting... No one likes you, Marcus. Everyone likes me except Lizzo. <laughs> you know why Lizzo doesn't like me, Joey? Why? Because her titties are trying to run away from her body. <laughs> looking like looking like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> hey, 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 folks! It is the Dot Comedy Team. We are back in the building. Hey, man, it's a new week, Joey. Yeah. The Dot Comedy Podcast is back. We want to thank our uh, special guest last week, Mr. Phil, Phil Price. What? Is it Phil Price? Phil Page? Phil Page. Page. Okay. Hey, you know, either I get it right during the show or I never get it right again. It's, it's, it's one of those things, man. It's, it's, it's part of life now. Uh, Phil Page, thank you, sir, for coming on the show last week. We had a blast with you. Uh, we got some special guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. Joey, who we got coming up in this couple weeks? Uh, we have uh, comedian Nick Snow coming up next week. Nick Snow? Yes. He got that blow? Uh, she will be joining us oh. next week uh, to talk about uh, stand-up in the local area. Okay. So lady comedian. Yes. Uh, and then uh, she got the snow. following week, we'll be joined by uh, comedian and social activist uh, Charity Sato. Okay. What? Just trying to get me fucked up. I know. I know what. What, you, what are you mad at me for? Bringing in community activists and shit on this podcast. You know this podcast is not made for that. I'm trying to do things the right things that I think I should do <laughs> by people. I try to do good sometimes. <laughs> good do do gooder. Oh God, Candace. What, Marcus? <laughs> you mad at me? I'm sorry. I, I, you, you're still my friend. Oh my god, you're a terrible person. You know what? Hey Joey, you know I'm gonna kick you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna kick this week in that comedy off. You know what I'm gonna say? What are you gonna I'm, say? I'm gonna I'm gonna do the right thing. Okay, you know what are I'm gonna do? Alright, let's let's see if let's see if it works, okay? We had a celebration this week, Joey. Hmm. Another year younger. The lovely and talented Miss Pretty Funny herself, Candace August, celebrated another birthday, and we are so happy about it. I am proud of you, Candace. I am happy that you've made it another year. You made it out of the pandemic. I know your birthday was in the middle of last year's, but I want you to understand that uh, that I. DJ Marcus, I'm wishing you the happiest of birthdays. I know when you get to a certain age, it it, it kind of all blend together. Oh and I want God. you to, and I want you to understand that we 
through your golden years, oh will be here God. with you to give you what you need as a family that is right here. Just like Vin Diesel said, we're family. Oh, my <laughs> we God. Are, we are family, Candace. We're family. And you know, and you know what, Joey? Mm-hmm. Joey? You know what I want to say? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. I can't play the song anymore. Song a long time. You didn't realize that intro was that long. Huh? I did not. <laughs> I may have passed that a lot 40, of padding. I may have passed that forty-five second rule. That was a cell in a <laughs> in an institution. The padding on that was so long. And I, oh man, but Candace, congratulations! Happy birthday to you, my dear. We are happy to we're happy that you were able to celebrate and uh, continue on doing doing what God has you do, which is make people laugh. Yes, absolutely. You do yep, anything? Great birthday. You do anything special for your birthday other than watch the fireworks? Yeah, so um, Hassan bought uh, he I love fireworks. Obviously, my birthday being July 5th, fireworks are always something that has been incorporated in my, you know, in my birthday, right? Because I'll just party for that whole weekend. <laughs> so okay. I love fireworks, and Hassan took me on like this firework cruise on the Hudson, where you see the mm. the light show like right up close underneath it. It's beautiful. It's so awesome. Okay. It's cool. Yeah, I would. De- it's a really great date idea. I would really recommend trying to be aggressive. So wait a whole year and have a date. <laughs> Just keep well, well, they do it. They do it for New Year's too. Okay. How much does that run? That run that it's pretty expensive. Yeah. So the like New Year's keep- one could be the move. Better than doing Times yeah. Square. Times Square is stupid, but doing it on a a boat. Doing it on a boat with fireworks. Doing it on a boat with fireworks above you—that's that's like hitting a home run. Mm-hmm. And they have open bar, like when you pay your entry, there's an open bar and like that's there's the a DJ inside. It's pretty cool. All right, I think that might be highly highly recommend. Okay, might have to be that being song. Happy New Year, 2022. Uh, there won't be any, I guess, no DJ Marcus and Joey Lafaro pictures. Uh, another year. I can't next the next Fourth of July. I I, I need to bring back. The uh, the barbecue extravaganza, extravaganza, fourth of Joey, fourth of Joey, Joey, barbecue. Damn it! <laughs> fourth of July. I had something. Oh, that's good. That's better. Go with that one. Fourth of Joey. It was barbecue. right there. It was right there, Joey. I I didn't have that uh, that one. I wasn't close. Wasn't fourth of Joe barbecue. I was trying to do a, jo- a Joey Q of some sort and just didn't. No, 4th of July. 4th of July, barbecue extravaganza. That's going to happen next year? We'll be back. We're coming back next year? Coming back next year. All right, man. Hey, I found like... uh, We're going to do it on top of your parking garage. We're going to steal the top of the parking garage. (laughs) And everybody's going to be like, hey, you can't do that. We're like, ha ha, get us off of here. Have a beer. Make us leave. Have a beer. Um, I did yeah, find, eat this rib. Shut up. Be happy. I did find that that is the quite possibly the best place to watch fireworks in this area is the is the parking garage in my neighborhood because it's actually above everything. I didn't know how how I didn't know my building was the biggest building in College Park because <laughs> it sits literally above every other building. So I see all the fireworks from University of Maryland 
from the Beltsville, from Laurel. I can see Laurel's fireworks from my apartment. I was like, Jesus Christ, what the hell am I looking for? And it was just, it was bombs blowing off everywhere and then smoke. And uh, I saw a video of a fireworks stand that blew up because someone uh, lit a cigarette. And then the fireworks stand. In Ocean City? Did yeah. you see that? I think it was Ocean City. Oh, is that what, oh, that was what Blue tried to send me? Yeah. Well, that's Blue. Blue, Blue probably did it with the Roman candle. Once again, it's Blue and the conservatory with a Roman candle. That's how, that's how, New oh, Year, my God. how 4th of July ended. Oh, my God. For some people. Oh, man. But, yeah, man, it was the 4th this week. Uh, we had the, uh, the scaled down barbecue at Joey's. We had the pilot for yes. the relaunch. We had the reboot pilot. We had the soft launch. For the soft launch. We had a baby back ribs slow launch. Yeah. It was it was good though, man. You did a good job on the ribs. I was I was, I was thoroughly impressed. Uh and I am I'm, I'm impressed usually by your food because I think your food's trash. Uh it's just it's just how my palate is. My palate doesn't like everything you cook. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying Joey's a bad cook. Joey Joey does good food. He makes great food. It's just when I eat it, it's not good food. <laughs> it's not for me. Marcus is used to garbage. <laughs> no, it's not true. Not true. Craft and see, fuck you. See, <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the problem I have with you right there. He, fuck he you. eats out of a box, basically. No, I don't. No, I I don't all the time. <laughs> there are there are box days, uh, but 80%, I mean eighty percent of the time. No. Joey's it's, seen me make great meat. He does. 75%. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's what we're into. He's, he's more on, like, he has, he has a set list of, of a set lane of what he's comfortable with. And I'm in the, hey, I want to try random fucking things that don't seem like they go together. And so it's a conflicting philosophy. And, and so if I can get him to eat something that I've made, it's a win. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I know I'm out on the, I'm more on the foodie, you know, trying, trying that that crazy stuff. Yeah, he, he's on the hundred dollar, hundred dollar for one, one little ramekin of food uh, plate thing. I'm, I'm at, I'm at mom's barbecue, <laughs> having soul food and ribs and being happy with life. Joey's, uh, Joey's out there t- uh, mixing. I, I gotta be Italian and, and uh, worldly. Mm. Ain't no, hey, Africans made the world. Yeah, and you don't like African food. I hate African food. <laughs> it's the, worst, it's the worst shit ever. <laughs> Spices that don't go together, and then then parts that you're not. I, w- to eat. I watched. I watched High on the Hog, which is basically the history of of black cooking in America, mm-hmm. and there was like about half of the food in there I knew would not be on your plate it would never cross my lips it would ne- I, like i said i spent juneteenth eating the pizza the hog that the rest of the fate that the, my pe- my ancestors weren't able to eat so i had ribs <laughs> oh man but so but uh so what else did you did you do anything else this weekend for the fourth of july ken i know you had you, uh no that was about it um on my birthday which was the fifth on monday i actually just worked the whole day nothing special oh well that sucks Joey was all work. Yes. I ate good this weekend. Mm-hmm. Not paid for it. Today I just spent recovering from eating good this weekend. Yeah. I mean, I was off the weekend. So I just spent time with my daughter. Uh, spent time with family. Went to church. 
it wasn't like this. Like Fourth of July for me is not a fun time anymore. I don't have fun with it anymore. It's like I used to. Like I used to make plans. It's because I'm not having massive barbecues no, with it, it, it nonsense. It, 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 it has nothing zero zip <laughs> It's just not fun as it used to be. Uh, family doesn't get together like we used to. All the kids are all grown up. Only the only baby is my daughter. So like when I go, all right, we're gonna blow up fireworks. It's just her watching me take money and burn it in the backyard. I ain't got time for that. If it was like six kids. Oh yeah, good. That's all eyes. Oh shit, yeah. But if it's just her going, yay, daddy, <laughs> I let that shit just be. <laughs> but yeah, so we had pizza and watched fireworks from the rooftop. I think that was that was a, that was a good night for us. Uh, but man, it, it's been a week in that comedy. It has been it is going to be a fun, fun summer, man. This is a summer of B, B H. H S. That's what? what? Uh, you don't know what BHHS is? I do not. It's called that bald headed hoe shit, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. Candace <laughs> <laughs> is down with it. <laughs> I'm about to cut these locks. I'm going to be on some bald headed hoe shit in my damn stuff. <laughs> hey, come on down and run the town with us, baby. We're going to do it. Change, That's, change, <laughs> the, uh, change the name of the podcast. The ball-headed ho-cats. The ball-headed ho-cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, it's going to be a, it's the summer summer of Marcus. George had the summer of George. I had the summer of Marcus. I'm doing good things. I'm going to do big things, Joey. Yeah. By, by fall 2021, you're going to see a different guy. Okay. I'm going vegan. I'm not going to go on pescatarian. This, uh, this, this, the end of summer. He will lie. Yeah, I'm going pescatarian. Only fish. All right. I will do my best to support you in that endeavor. It's fish and salads. For night for 90 days. I mean, I'm going to still eat meat, but I'll, I'll support. <laughs> support me. I'll be supporting. Okay, well, hell, you can support me all damn day. I'll help you cheat when you won't really, when you're, when you're struggling. I'll just make some uh, fish with, in baking grease so you can. <laughs> <laughs> feel a little like you go more fry, human. You go fry my fish and bacon grease. So I feel better about it. You can boil fish, bake fish, fry fish. You can do all types of shit with fish. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good with fish. I'm gonna have some good fish time. This week, I, so. I tried to convince myself of that once. It didn't go well. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't last. Hassan just made some baked salmon. Shit is delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to do, do some salmon, some stuff with salmon. Tomorrow. You want to smoke some? No. Just smoke some salmon. I have, but it doesn't. You mean like smoked salmon, like like slocks, or you mean like cooked on a on a smoker? Cooked in a smoker. I've done that. It's hard to keep it keep it moist. It's hard to get the flavor in there, but also keep it moist. Because if you want to keep it moist, you got to put a foil foil around it, and then the flavor doesn't get through. So you have to kind of it gets tricky. I, what I'm planning to do is I'm gonna I'm gonna make some uh fry. I'm do I'm gonna do a fried rice thing. With like a, a cilantro, uh, lemon, butter, uh, sauce. Okay. So it'll be like a salmon fried rice. Feeling that? Feeling that I made sausage, sausage and rice tonight came out good. Oh man! But I'm talking about food entirely too goddamn much in the Dot County podcast. Food Dot Comedy is coming soon. <laughs> uh, we we will be doing a food. We're we're having a food show. 
on the YouTubes. Am I correct, Joe? We're working on we're, it's, <laughs> we're announcing that now. We're still in the developmental phases, so don't look for it tomorrow. But it, it, we will we will take the domains down this week for food.comedy. Candice, so, so here's what I have it. Uh, I didn't have uh, I didn't have a new project to start this week, so I kept <laughs> with this one. <laughs> Pretty okay. fucking much. That's how that's how it all worked out. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man. So we're gonna quick we're gonna take a quick break, Joey. Okay. Uh, what's going on in the world, man? Uh, a lot of shit happened this week. It was a crazy week. There's a, a, a Bill Cosby's out and about. Um, is he out? Yes, I believe. He, I believe he is. Okay. And then uh, there was a. Uh, 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 we were hit a we hit a brick wall with a, one of our Olympians. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then there was a bunch of celebrity nonsense. Something about pettiness and a and a dick and <laughs> some other shit. We'll get into it. These nuts is always doing some crazy shit, man. But we'll be back with a whole bunch of that and a whole bunch more right here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And the blood will dry. Underneath my nails And the wind will rise up To fill my sails So you can doubt And you can hate But I know No matter what it takes I'm coming home I'm coming home And this segment of that comedy podcast is brought to you by all the pain of yesterday. I know my kingdom awaits, and they forget. I I just sent you something. I just blanked. I mean, he sent it to me right in the middle of the damn song. It threw me off. You hate when, those? I hate when you do that. But we're back in the that comedy podcast. We're gonna take another break in a minute. We'll, we'll get to our sponsors in a fucking minute. I hate when you do that type of shit. It, it throws me off. My head is already spinning. I was trying to get you to f- think of it telepathically, but that didn't seem to be working. Oh, man. We're back on the That County Podcast, and that song was specifically requested from our email line. Yes, we do have emails back in full effect. We did get, a, uh, we did get an email this week from, uh, from a longtime listener. Um, Who that? Chief running bear oh. naked. He's now bare naked. His feet are no longer bare. He is fully naked. Um, so we will we will hear from him and uh, Shaquana Shaniqua Savitase Jones. Because remember, she got married in 20, 2019. She got married in 2019. Uh, and they, and are they supposed to be people we've heard from before? <laughs> right. Yes, we've heard from them on... Season number uh, 1.57 okay. of the Dot Comedy Podcast, if you don't remember them very well. Like, oh, oh, Bluesies Floozies? Bluesies Floozies, if you do not remember. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. I'm glad. <laughs> They're back, goddamn. Uh, they came back to us with different names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. But yes, Joey, that song, again, I played that song because 
He is back, my friends. He is home. And he he he's playing this song. He 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 hey, this is what Bill Cosby's playing as he's getting out of his limo. Don't do that. These niggas prayed on my downfall. Oh, this song. These oh, niggas prayed on my downfall. Oh no, team, bitch. I stood tall. Show these disloyal niggas how to ball. Go get a thermometer for the pot. I need this shit. Bill Cosby's coming home, goddammit. <sighs> Uncle Bill is back. You know why you know why I'm happy about this, Joey? What? You know why I'm happy? I'm I'm happy about Bill Cosby coming home. Because it was a flagrant, flagrant misrepresentation of justice to Bill Cosby to ever have been locked up to begin with. Do you want to know why? Why? Because he paid them already. You can't go back on some payments. You know what? He paid them off. So he should have got off. This is Johnny Cochran quote of the day. If the if if the payment goes through, you must let me do. That's what that's what that's what you have to get get down with the get down. If the pay, if, if you got the wire transfer, if, if, if the bank balance has increased, I must be released. <laughs> there you go. See, look at it. That's that's what I'm talking about right there, Joey Lafaro. Joey Lafaro, Bill Cosby's on his way home, my friend. And uh, how do you feel about it, Joey? I don't. I don't have any. I don't have feelings about it. <laughs> I don't feel like it's my place to have feelings about it. Why not? You're an American. I just. I don't. I mean. I. I don't. I don't know enough information to feel like I have the right to pass judgment on the situation. Okay. The indications that, from what I can gather, is he probably should be in jail. Just on the face of what he's been accused of and where there's that much smoke, there's probably some fire. But obviously that's not exactly how things work and there's a lot of complications. There's a lot of issues with what you can prove. And if it can't be proven, he does. He is entitled to his rights as an American. If it can't be proven, he has to be moved. That's oh, what, that's my what oh my god! I can't take this anymore. <laughs> Listen, how was it like? What fifty women hey. that came up and accused him? Like fifty, and so like they I said, one, they got one. Not even proved that one was lying. They got they coerced. He then paid one to say she was lying, probably, and then that knocks a hole in the whole thing. I like, don't think man, that that was what happened. No, 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 no. I'm talking about before. The reason why he's being released now is because the prosecution mishandled some evidence or there was some kind of I think, error. I think there was a, was it, isn't that, that there was a plea deal that he was offered and then was rescinded? He was given immunity when he testified in the, uh, the was that the civil suit? Because the lady sued him civilly. And he, and he no. was given. He was he given. being released because of a procedural error by the prosecution. Like they did something wrong. Yes, that was that was what the prosecution. The, the the immunity was with the prosecutor, the state's state's attorney. Yeah, the judge was requ- required to vacate his um conviction because of something that the prosecution fucked up. Yes, that, that's exactly what I said, Candace. I don't know why you tried to make me wrong. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what I just damn said. But here's the thing. He was he was told when he did the deposition that everything he said in there would just be a part of the civil case. So once 
Once it was once it was a civil matter and it was it was it was put to bed, he could never be charged in criminal court for this. And oh. then everybody wants to come out the woodwork after he trying to buy NBC and say that the man is guilty of of raping nine hundred and forty seven thousand women. I ain't got time for that many women. Goddamn it! How many nights he did spit? <laughs> the problem is the situation that we're in, right? It's you know, I can understand these women feeling like, okay, well, knowing how this is historically gone, what are the odds? Especially since a lot of them came out came out with their accusations long after the fact, mm-hmm. they know that there's not enough evidence to get a conviction on their particular case. So, then you're in the situation, well, where it's like, well, the, me civilly filing a civil suit and him settling. Is more is the closest thing I might get to justice. Yes, and so you can see where they're put in that position where they have to kind of pick and choose between getting something or pushing for what they feel is right, and it's one of those situations where you know I don't want to. It's one of those situations where it's just the nature of the way we hand the way our justice system is set up. The problem is, is it is inconsistent. True. Like, there's two problems, right? One, one, there's just this historical backlog of we don't trust the justice system to get it right when it comes to rapists. They have a long history of of fucking that up. And so there's a distrust there from from women. And that speaks to why a lot of them didn't come out sooner. Is that they've seen this movie before and the guy gets away with it. Mm-hmm. But you know, the other side of it where that usually isn't the case for black people, like Bill Cosby. And so you're kind of in this weird thing where you see both sides of it are there's distrust on both on both sides. There's distrust of the of the judicial system to execute justice properly, and then there's also distrust on the other side to not convict someone of something that they can't be proven which is also something they struggle with. And so this, the, on the face of it, the principle of, yeah, innocent until proven guilty is something, is an ideal we su- we supposed to work for. We've done such a bad job at it that no one feels like they can, they can get the right thing. So it creates this scenario where a lot of them felt like the, be- the closest thing they were going to be able to get was that settlement. Okay. And, and so it puts it, it puts you in an impossible situation because, like, on the one hand, it's like you really shouldn't be walking free, you know. But we can't also like again. The, the thing is, innocent until proven guilty should protect innocent people, and it doesn't seem like it did this time. And just like you know, at the same time as it doesn't seem like it, it's protecting the right people. It's also been the other on the other side because on the other side we've also known people who've gotten convicted that that shouldn't have repeated. Okay. So, All right, Joey. So here's where I stand. Okay. Here's what I believe. It's like pick your poison. Here's what I believe. Um, he's coming home because they shouldn't have tried him to begin with. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have been in jail to begin with because if you, if you if the uh, judicial system is set up where these are these are these are the rules that you're going to go with. You're going to say, "Hey, we make an agreement. This is the agreement. We're going to continue to go by that agreement, and that's it." 
They need to stick to that. Then they put a blind 100-year-old man in jail over some stuff that they already proved he did and didn't prosecute him for 15 to 20 years ago. It creates a situation where, how do we, I, I understand that, and I'm not debating that. It creates a problem where you're stuck in this. How do we get better? How do we do better? Right? Because it doesn't sound like anybody's really happy with what happened. I am. <laughs> but You know why I'm happy, Joey? Because I want to see him walk out of jail and do that little thing, that little thing he did with, with the... <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he was when he was walking walking down the courtroom the last time he went like, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm, I'm not happy about the the rape allegations. That'd be stupid. That's just let's, let's not even start that particular part of the conversation. I'm happy that we've sh- finally shined a light on how the rich in this country could get screwed too, because he was rich when he made this agreement. When he mm-hmm. made this deal with the pros- with the state's attorney. He was rich, and the rich get screwed out of these deals, too. So I'm looking at it as we need to, if they're going to do reform, they need to start looking in the mirror, because it ain't, it ain't just affecting us, the poor, the poor blacks. Because this is, this is when he, he had his money, so they're going to come after you when you're 90 years old and you're blind, as opposed to when you were 35-year-old Jay-Z, and you, and you can, get, and you can run, keep, keep running these streets. Well, it comes back to a couple things. Like, one... We need to rebuild the trust there for when around around with our judicial when it comes to our judicial system and just rape period because there's there, and there's two there's there's that piece right they'll never be they'll never like come together on that because there's been there's been we have in order to you have to you have to have a you have to be able to start over on both ends because um, the reason there's so much so much distrust in that area is because of false accusations. And that's, but see, that's also where the, it's also that's the distrust on our end, on 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 not 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 on the not on the women's end. On the women's end is people believing them, but right. they're not. But people don't believe them because of all the false. Well, accusations. even when they believe them, like you see what happens with like if if the, if the rapist is white, like that those these college kids. Oh yeah, that, those kids. They get off like that. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point of putting myself through this trial if the guy's going to be out in heartbeat? And so you see this kind of like battle where there's a tug of war, and then on the, on the other side, there's also plenty of the, plenty of accusations. So then that there's the so there's the the distrust on the women's end with I don't even know if I feel comfortable coming forward because I don't know if it's going to be it's just going to lead to me having like my whole business dragged through the mud. I have to relive my whole trauma. I don't even know if it's going to yield anything positive. Yeah, and, true. And, and I'm more likely to get something out of a civil trial than I am a criminal trial. Very true. Especially from these guys who have power. Then you have, on the other hand, just from, especially for black people, distrust of the prosecution not railroading and the courts not railroading somebody or, or a false accusation. And I'm not saying that, arguing this particular case in any way. It's just, there's a lot of, there's been so much inconsistency in the way we've handled both. Even if we started doing the right thing today, you're still going to need people that put enough faith in the justice system in these cases. Yeah. To, like, say, like, look at what happened with Bill Cosby. 
you would have needed women who were like, no, fuck the money. I need like I mean, this. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be strong and just say I need to to put my faith in the, ju- the tr- justice system and get something out of it. I'm not saying that women have to do that. I'm saying in order for us to get to the point where we can show growth, someone's going to have to take that leap of faith and say, forget the civil trial. I, I'm he's going down, or or I'm going to die trying. You Maybe know. they should just stop. You know what you should do? Maybe everything should be civil trials. Everything. That's not true because some crimes are need to be punished capitally. Why? I don't but like th- rape. Like rape, that is something that should have a criminal trial. What do you mean? No, you should have. I believe that should be a civil trial. Wow. If you could prove, and you could you could sue that person. And that person has to do one or two things: either pay you for the trauma they put you through for the rest of your life. But oftentimes, it, the or, thing is, you don't have to. So the only thing with civil is you don't have to prove anything. Yeah. You can. You can. You're going to increase the amount of false accusations, but the people will settle to so get things to go away, even if it seems like it's an admission of guilt. Well, if you settle and you have to pay, if someone has to pay the rest of your life to, to pay for someone's trauma, think they're really going to do that shit? Are they going to try to fight? It depends on no, but that's the thing. Was that, that's what that's why the, there's a settlement. It's look, you probably don't have enough to win this trial. You could take your chances and go with the jury, or you can take this settlement and let this thing go away and never bring it up again because there's going to be an NDA and all that other shit that goes along with that. And that's what exactly what happened here. Hey, you look, I'll you you can I'll I'll make sure you know I'll pay the, this amount. You can have you can you can claim victory. But I better not hear anything about no criminal nothing. And then they did it anyway. And they did it. And that's where they fucked up. But like, that I I I don't think that you can the civil. I don't think you could play this civil game. That's that's getting in. Then you're throwing even more. That's opening up even more fuckery. True. Because all that does is enable the rich to just do whatever the fuck they want because they can afford it. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that, but but my thing is, man, I'm 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 just so. We just need consistency. Yeah, but we'll never hit that. We'll never get that as a country. Well, we need to stop looking at our our grading system. Like I, the, part of the problem is, you know, there's these stats. Like you hear about conviction rate or prosecutor. Why is that the measuring stick by which we're? It's an elected position, district attorney. Mm-hmm. Why are we electing? Our district attorneys, based on how many people they're convicting, that's not. Are they convicting the right people? True. That should be the measuring stick, but that's not something we try to like look at carefully. It's the the, the one the you know the stat that they're always looking for is a conviction rate, and that and because of that, you get these plea deals. You get these situations where people are trying, you know you know they can bully people into sentences. That it's all about what we reward as a metric for a legal system. I agree. I agree, but with me, I think that uh, I think that the, the, the system has is flawed enough to where things like this are going to continue to happen. Until yeah, we vote. It's a voted it's vote. All these, all these people, all the, the, the justice system, again, just like government, is people. It's people. It's not a mystery building. It's people. We put the people in office because that's who we vote for. We just need to pay more attention to who we're voting for. Very true. I agree completely. You know who didn't get a vote? 
Wish students, Rashad. students at Howard University didn't get to vote on uh, their new dean of, uh, what is that, arts and science? What is she the dean of, Candace? You, you get the uh, alumni newsletter? Yeah, of arts and sciences, I believe. Dean of arts and sciences? Because uh, she spoke out um, to, she spoke out in support of her longtime friend, Will Capacity, right? But I think it, I think it was tone deaf. It was very Oh my God! You are speak. So this man has fifty accusers. What about them, right? So it kind of sounds like she's speaking against women when she was speaking for her friend. Yeah, and and that's what and that's what that's what that's what the uh, the 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 what was the tweet? What tweet did she put? What was the tweet, Joe? She said, uh, "I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward, and I post in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth." Personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse has lifelong residual effects. My heartfelt wish is for healing. What was her original post? I don't have that. Yes. I, I think it's gone. She took it down. But it basically said something like justice has finally been served or something. Yes. You know, something to okay. that, along those lines. She, she said that, and but the thing is, justice has been served because... He was railroaded. Was she lying? No. So everybody coming up in arms is not. She's not lying about the situation. She she has a different set of glasses there than everybody else because she's been close to him for years. She's been her. She's been his TV. She's his TV wife for what fifty years now. How long? What was the Cosby Show on? I don't know. Uh, in eight, the eighties, eighty-seven. Aunt, Aunt Viv came out and, and, and came at her over it. Black Aunt Viv need to sit her silly ass down. She just got back in the pub, in, in the good graces of everybody. She need to sit her silly ass down and stop fucking with Felicia It wasn't Rashad. her fault, though. She, she so, need to leave Felicia, Felicia Rashad alone. Let me give you Felicia's original quote. It said, finally, three exclamation points. A terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. Oof. So that's what she posted when uh, it was... Announced that Bill Cosby would be released. Fine. It, all true that statements. That don't taste right. It's all true statements, man. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's one of those things that it don't, it don't, it don't hit right. Is that raisins in the in the um, in the in the, in the uh, yes. potato salad? Yes. Is that raisins. So in the... when she says a terrible wrong has been righted, a miscarriage of justice is corrected, she is implying, or maybe directly stating that. I do not believe this man is guilty. All those women were lying. He was wrongly convicted. That is not what that she said. What this, that's what this translates to. No, it don't. That, that's, you're reading. You're doing that HU stuff. You're doing that, that weird, that weird uh, African-American studies nonsense. You all have this bias against people when they speak truth. She is saying point blank, period. I can, I can read every, every line of that and tell you exactly what she's saying. Her friend was wrongfully accused, was wrongfully, wrongfully convicted of a crime that he should not have been put on trial for. So finally, a miscarriage of justice has been corrected. And my boy, Big Dollar Bill, is on his way home. I can understand her exuberance over that from that perspective, inventing it. But publicly, being a public figure... You need to have some self-awareness. And optics 
do matter. Perception is reality. And you are looked up to by a lot of people, especially everyone at HU just like you just became in charge of, essentially. Especially women look up to her. Yeah. Especially women. So that was a horrible tone that I've seen. But if it wasn't for Bill Cosby, none of them women would be in college. Here's, here's, so, uh, on the subject. What the fuck? On this. (laughs) It's true. I've heard it from enough, enough women in in my life that said they wouldn't, if it wasn't for the Cosby show, they never would have went, they never would have thought about going to college. Oh my God. So Bill Cosby put all those black women in college. They should ask a little, a little more love for him. I know I ain't gonna get that from Candace because no white men and stuff. You ain't going to get it from Ambev. She said, Felicia, what are you thinking? I don't know you, but to say this was terribly wrong. Everyone knew what he was doing back then. How could you not? Get your umbrella, sister. Here comes a shit shower. I am outraged that he has been released. Yes, he is an old-ass guilty man. Then she also said, I would have said he's old, he's out, and I'm happy for him, but he's still guilty. I know five women who have not come forward. Enough. Y'all, y'all, we know better. Powerful men do wrong things, black or white. Okay, she's I don't right. see any problem with her statement. I don't, I, see, I don't see an issue. I don't have an issue with her statement as it sits. Listen, I agree completely. You know, I know Bill Cosby. You know Aunt Viv. You know Aunt Viv was going to fuck that up. <laughs> I know Bill Cosby. Which, break what, was it the black Aunt Viv or the light-skinned Aunt Viv? <laughs> black Aunt Viv. Black Jan- oh, okay. Janet Hubert. Call her Black Eyed Viv the rest of his goddamn life. <laughs> That's what we're going to do with her. When her career stopped. <laughs> but I, I believe that, that, that everything she said is true. And, and, Will, and Will Smith is a powerful man who did some fucking shit on her. He didn't do anything to her. He called her difficult in the 90s. Was she difficult in the 90s? Not any more so than anybody else. If she was difficult, she's difficult. I don't give a damn. But you, but if it's, That's how you end a career. Okay. I'm difficult. That's why we never heard from her again yeah. after the freshman. Well, we never heard from her. She ain't try. She ain't try. No, she was basically blacklisted, blacklisted. by a statement that Will arbitrarily made, saying that she was hard to work with. She could have worked in all of Tyler Perry's movies. Garen fucking T. She, she probably could have. She could have got jobs to Tyler Perry Studios. Years beforehand, <laughs> I can't guarantee. I don't give a damn how you cut it. She didn't go down the lane she could have chose. She could have chose a bunch of other lanes. There's a lot down. there, but I mean, he that you got to think of the. He time. said it. Yeah, he said it, and, and Will Will admitted it. Will yeah. said he didn't know. Will admitted he was wrong. He didn't know. He admitted he was wrong. So I'm, I'm not even jumping on that wagon. I'm, I, I watched the documentary. Yeah. I saw her come out and hug Carlton and hug <laughs> and hug little Nikki and everybody else, even though she ain't never meet him. She's still trying to figure that shit out. She ain't never meet the little nigga, but she hugged him at the reunion. And everybody was happy. Um, all right, well, whatever. But, um, okay, Jan- Janice Hubert, I agree with you. Bill Cosby did indeed have misappropriated sexual relations with those women. Um, misappropriated? <laughs> I think he meant inappropriate. Inappropriate sexual relations, yes. With that, with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. <laughs> but I don't believe he, he shouldn't have been in jail because he had an agreement. This is the miscarriage of justice. So 
you believe that he was sexually assaulting women, but you also believe that he shouldn't have been in jail. I don't understand. I don't believe he, he believes based on the based on the facts of the of the agreement legally that he shouldn't have been in jail because it was, the agreement was that he wouldn't have to go to jail because he paid them off and he wouldn't have to go to jail because that's the that the that was the deal that that was accepted the deal that was accepted by the woman you can't yeah like you double dip it by all of them it was one chick the other other no, other no, ones no. didn't have it he a, had like accusers but yes but they, they didn't have it they, they don't not have all of them yet not all of them had enough for a case only one accuser so, had a room for a case and that was the one that was closest to the date you need you know burden of proof is on is on the prosecution yes they don't they only can carry forward criminally the cases in which they have enough evidence to convict given that a number of these things happened decades ago and weren't reported a lot of that evidence is long gone and they use his disposition, his uh, not disposition, his uh, his di- his deposition from one of those civil cases against him. Deposition. Deposition. I apologize. He, they use his deposition against him, but that was supposed to be sealed per the agreement after the civil suit was was closed. So they use they they did everything wrong in this case. So there's a difference between should he have been in jail. For if you know, for what he had allegedly done, if he did it, yes. Should he be in jail based on what the output of the court was? No. There you go. Do you agree or disagree, kids? I mean, that, that's, I that's not that debatable. Should be thrown under the jail. So <laughs> I don't care what the fucking specifics are. It, he raped several women and he doesn't deserve to be free let's okay let's 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 work this out let's work this backwards okay because now i'm starting to get to a point where everybody keeps saying rape 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 he had sex with these women oh my god okay now the sex he had with these women was under the influence in the 70s and 80s when they used to do a lot of that shit they went to his room willingly for what reason? To read scripts at midnight? What are you going to his room at midnight for? It doesn't fucking matter, Marcus. Uh-huh. I don't care what time they were there. I don't care what they wore. I don't care what they I did. never said they wore. Or never not, said- they did not want to be drugged, sedated, and raped. I'm, I, okay. We're not, I'm, we're, there's no consensus in this. Because I don't, I don't, look, I don't look at it from that point of view. I can't. What other point of view is it? A person who is unconscious cannot give consent. And there's a difference in the type of drugs he was giving them. And it wasn't like he was taking them too. Oh, crazy stuff happened. No, exactly. And a person who stayed in their room couldn't have gotten raped either. So I don't know. But that's not. Okay. All right. That's. Oh, Candace left. Candace left. That's not. That's not. He, I understand. That's not here nor there. And I and I would be. Bill Cosby be dead if it was my daughter. And I agree. Yeah. But the fact is, all of these were civilly were civilly turned over. It's not like we sat there and went, okay. He he. No one ever went to the cops about this. We knew in the black community what he did. 
we knew that, that Hollywood knew what he was doing. That Hollywood knew the culture of what they were doing. No one ever stopped him from doing any shit. But now we want to put him in jail behind some shit that everyone just, everyone, everyone should be in jail. Everyone's fucking complacent about it. Well, I mean, if you make by that argument, then we never should do better than we've been doing. You got to start somewhere. So does it start with a 90-year-old man going to jail? I guess if that's what one, if we can, I mean, I'm not saying like, look, the, the again, whatever you can do with, with what's in the court's hands, that's on the prosecution that fucked up. And if there's, you know, that's, that situ, that's a separate situation to me is... You keep, there's two pieces, right? There's like the moral side and there's the legal side. Morally, I think there's no debate. He should be in prison. At least based on it, again, there's there's so many accusations. It's so and you, as you say, so many people are aware that it seems almost certain that that that, that had occurred. So based on that, morally, yes, he should be in jail. But that's he's not, not alone. But our, but our legal system isn't based on morals. But he's not alone in this. And that's and that's the, that's the issue with the whole thing is he's he wasn't it wasn't like he was you the can only, only one doing this. But shit. you can only get the ones you can get. Is my point. See that's that, that's 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 the that's 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 that's, 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 a, that's how that's how our legal system is set up. All right, it's shit. It's shit. You can shit. only get the you can only get the ones you can prove by evidence. And again, it goes back to what I was saying before, where you know, again, if we, if we had had a better track record, more women would feel comfortable coming forward right away when the evidence is there to do something with it. I agree. I agree. But because they're because they've historically done such a shitty job with it, they're more likely to just get embarrassed publicly, and then the person gets off anyway, and then they've been they then they get labeled as a as a liar and a, and a person who does false accusations. Meanwhile, they've also been raped. So now they have to carry a black eye for something that they didn't do because they're now they're being accused of false accusation. And I've never someone got acquitted because they couldn't prove it. And I've never said that they were that they that any anyone should be in that situation. But I look at it from I look at it from the the punitive damage that has already been delved out. Civil suits that have all been paid, and all these people want to come back on those on those same suits. That's where I run into the issue with the whole thing. The system is flawed completely. So everyone's yeah. everyone's everyone's using everyone's using their different pieces of it to make it work for them. And that's hey, if that's what if that's what gets you through the night, that's fine. I think you just need to take take into account it is what it is at this point. If you feel like he should still be in jail, then nope. then pay more attention to what happens in the next your next election and and make sure that you have the right prosecutors and right and right uh, judges in in, in, in in place to the for the judicial judicial yeah for the judicial judicial system to work appropriately and work properly. In, I agree. In your mind, that's that's all. That's what you should, what you should, what, uh, that should be the lesson we take away from this. I agree, and I apologize. I apologize for what I stated earlier. I made a statement that was inappropriate, and I and I can I can I can I can I can. Uh, Acquiesce to that uh, because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a human being, and I have I get in emotional conversations, and I and I say I just blurt out shit sometimes. But again, I do apologize to anyone who took offense to what I did, Steve. So that that's not what the click will be. I know how clickbait works, Jimmy. When they cancel us, this will be 
<laughs> the cut up will be what I said wrong, mm-hmm. not what I not what I apologized for a moment ago. I understand that completely, and I will live. I will stand on it. But at the end of the day, I do apologize for offending anyone. If I did offend, looks like I did offend someone. <laughs> All right, so let's move on, Jeff. Let's move on. <laughs> What's next in the world, Jeff? Did, you you want to take a break? I think we might need to take a break. Did we? Did, did we find Candace? Did we? No, she's still gone. Okay. You want you want to take a break and reach out? Uh, let's take a break. And regroup. You want to regroup? I got you. Uh, let's take a quick break of that kind of podcast. It's gotten it's gotten too heated. We shouldn't talk about shit like this, Joe. I, I had that feeling. We, we should, all we should, we should to, stick was, to dick jokes. I, this wasn't my topic. We should just stick to dick jokes. It's easier that way. But we'll talk about that and a whole lot more. We got dicks out there, Joe. You know, dicks are out there swinging. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You want to talk about that one? All right, we'll talk about the whole lot and a whole lot more coming up on the Dak County Podcast. And we're back in the Dak County Podcast. This plot, this episode, sorry, this segment of Dak County Podcast is brought to you by Guitar Center. Uh, game it, Joey. I'm going to cut this whole fucking thing. Okay. Oh, there she is. Era back of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus. And this segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Atomic Music. Looking to start your own podcast? Looking to start your own band? Come by Atomic Music. They've got all the equipment you need at a discounted price. Maybe you'll find some gems in there. The Dot Comedy team's found numerous items in there that'll help you and your family and your friends get started on whatever project you want to do atomic music beltsville maryland and we're back folks i am dj marcus joey lafaro joined back by candace august hello candace i'm gonna make a statement and then we'll move forward okay go ahead this is the reason why it took those women 50 fucking years to come forward because of ignorant insensitive male-centric rape culture fucking attitudes like that they don't have to stay in their room. They don't have to wear anything. They don't have to say anything. Women should not be raped, period. End of story. That was such a ridiculous thing for someone who is the father of a daughter to say. I cannot believe you. Okay, I can, I can respond to that. And as I stated moments ago, thinking quickly, thinking, thinking uh, uneducatedly, I made that statement. I don't believe any woman should ever be in Marcus's any Marcus variation of belief. Because at the end of the day, that's not how the world works. I do not believe that any of those women should have been put in that situation at all. I do believe, as I stated, that Bill Cosby did deserve to be in jail for the crimes he did commit. 
because he did commit crimes. He, he admitted to committing those crimes. But our justice system is not designed to prosecute at certain times when they, when they should. Do I believe anyone deserved anything that happened to them? No. And I will apologize for that profusely because I understand the hurt that comes behind it. I'm not, I'm not a... I'm not a misogynist in that way. I do not believe that it is proper in any way, shape, or form to demean women in that, in that manner. And I apologize for the statement I made at a quick moment of stupidity. And I will, and I will apologize to anyone who, who may ask for it if it comes to that. And I will leave it there. And I, 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 will no, I will no longer address it as such. I don't want you to be on an apology tour because you feel like you should. I want you to understand how outrageously insensitive you're being about the topic. Because I don't think it, you really do. I don't think you're really processing it. Okay. Here's, here's the problem I have with that. And it's the problem I have with most, most of the time when things like this happen. I say what I mean. 99% of the time. The only time that may, that may be a cover-up on something is if it's something that I feel embarrassed about or, or something that I'm just, just being silly about. But more times than not, I'm a very truthful person. So if I say that I don't feel that way, that's the truth. Being told how I feel is not how anyone ever gets through to me. Anyone ever has conversations with me. So if you, if you, if you want to have the conversation, we can have the conversation. But if you want to tell me how I feel on this side of the conversation, that's not fair. Because I'm not I telling you how to feel. I definitely not have a conversation with you. Absolutely not. I'm not telling you how to feel. On to the next topic. I think what... I, I think I appreciate where both of you are coming from. Um, I understand the... feelings in the sense that like absolutely Candace I 100% agree with you like that that type of that line of logic is exactly how we got to the distrust we were talking about earlier uh -huh. pointed that out multiple times um, at the same time it's one of those things where we get in this tug of war with How do we? How do we learn? If we, if we, if we if people have this, have that, like don't understand and have that that gap, because you're talking about the insensitivity. And anytime you have insensitivity, there's a, there's a knowledge gap. There's ignorance. It's ignorance, and it's a lot of times it's ignorance because it's a lack of experience that you can't replicate. Being a man, that's something that 
is hard for, you know, and, you know, you have to really be paying attention to pick up on some of these things. It takes time. It's hard to, in this exact moment, expect that to come off 180 and be genuine about it, I think is what Marcus is trying to say. But I think we can help him get there because he admits that he is being insensitive, understanding the the gravity of, of that and where we need to get to is a next step. Pushing for it in this moment is unrealistic because you're asking him to say something where he I don't think he can get there that quick. So it might take steps. And I agree with you is is one of those things where it's like, oh my god, this should not be something we still are the battle we're still fighting in twenty twenty one. Oh my god, it's fucking exhausting. Right. It's such a simple thing that people just don't process. And it's because it's not a life or a reality that you as a man have to live right. on a daily basis to be constantly afraid for your safety in what should be the most innocuous of situations. You know what I mean? And I can definitely identify with these women, especially because I drink so goddamn much. Mm-hmm. Somebody drugged me and raped me. That could happen. That is a real life situation that could happen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm scared all the time. And then you could say, you know what? Stop drinking, you drunk bitch. Okay, guess what? Well, I'm also scared when I'm stone sober walking from the mall into a dark parking garage. Rape is a constant fear for women, a constant real danger that we feel all the time. And just because you don't feel it doesn't mean it's not, it's not, that doesn't mean it's a joke. Oh, well, just stay away from dangerous situations and you won't get raped. That's not how life works. No, it's not. But to that point, like this is something that I think. That thank you for sharing that, because that's that that's how we get that. That's how we close that knowledge gap, right? Like this is this has been kind of I think the tub of gore because I think there's a lot of you like I can admit when I was younger there was a lot of this that because it was because of the situ- the culture we've had around this and kind of the 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 way that it's been put through media and, and the way we're exposed to it. We haven't had this, we haven't get to this point now where we're actually listening. For like my whole childhood, we weren't listening. It was put, popular pop culture put that onus on the women. And you grow up in that and that's kind of what you grow up in. So it does take, take a minute to, and this is, this is again, this, this is a generational shift that we're in the middle of. It is part of that like, okay, we just started listening. We're just starting to hear these stories. And we're just starting to understand that these this isn't the one crazy person. This isn't the one random accusation. Usually, every time there's an accusation, there's five you don't hear about. It's a lot like it is and you had the same battle. We're having the same battle with mental health. Think about that, like for every like suicide or that that you hear someone had an attempt. There's probably several that, that actually went through with it because you didn't hear about it because they actually went through with it. They didn't ask for help. And we've been learning as a group to listen more. But you're coming from years and years of the opposite. Being raised with the opposite. Being raised with the, with the, the putting all the accountability on the people who are struggling. And that's in everything. It's not just it's with women. It's with mental health. It's with black people too. And so, you know, as men, we need to do better and 
think, listen first. Because the men have been talking for so long that we haven't been able to hear the woman. And that's where I think that gap comes from. As I talk too much. But I, if you disagree, I'd rather hear you had, hear your, if, if, I'm, if I'm on, on am I making sense or am I, do I sound like I'm part, I don't want to be part of the problem here. I'm trying to give voice to how, how we got here. No, I know, I know exactly how we got here. Um, but you would think there's, that there's been enough exposure to sexual assault and enough conversation about the issue that people are starting to at least shed their layers of ignorance, starting to at least open their eyes a tiny bit. And, it, and from the conversation that we're having today, it seems like maybe we haven't made any progress at all. Okay. I'm going to, I understand where you're coming from, Jace. This is not me, this is not a, it's not a patronizing situation. I understand what you're saying to me. The fact is, if I'm going to continue to change in any way, I have to know where I have to change. I have to know where and have these difficult conversations, these, these horrifying conversations, these unnerving conversations, so that I can go, okay, you know what? You still have, you still have these spots in you that come out. You may think you're more, you're more evolved than you are, than you are in this moment. And again, an unevolved person said exactly what I said earlier. Because that's the same thing that was that the mantra that we've heard since we were little. I don't blame anyone except for the person who is at fault for these crimes. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, an apologist for that person. Do I want to be a better person so that I can not say those things? Sure. But I still know that that is a part of how I grew up. So it's still a part of me. But I need to say it, be corrected, and move forward. You have done so. And I'm willing to move forward and learn. Hey, that's not how your mind should work. That's not, how, that's not the thought process you should have in these situations. Get that. But I'm also a person who has to be taught these things. Our expectation is that people just know because it's been so long. No, we, we're still, it's still in the back of people's minds. You can be as you can be as forward thinking as you want to be. There's still racist thoughts in the back of Joey's mind. 
Joey may Joey may be the most woke human being on earth that I know. But I still know he has those racist racist thoughts in the back of his mind. Racist, sexist, chauvinistic thoughts in the back of his mind too. But those those are things that have to be taught out of us too. That's simple for me. So let's make a statement for those that need to be educated. Mm -hmm. I would like to say this to anyone who is listening. In case you have any doubt or any kind of confusion. Women do not get raped because they wore the wrong thing. Women do not get raped because they said the wrong thing. Women do not get raped because they showed up at a hotel past a specific curfew. Women get raped because rapists exist. We should not victim blame. Okay, that's number one. And number two, I would like men to know that women are in a very clear and present, very real danger all the time, almost. (laughs) And even if you aren't, you feel like you are all the time for sexual assault. So if you could just take those two things and know and just kind of take some time and process them, that women always feel that they're in danger. And most of the time they probably are. And that there is nothing that a woman has done to cause this to happen. It happens because predators exist. And start from that platform and build your belief from there. Then I think that the tolerance that I, that everybody wants and the, the um, awareness that we need can grow from there. As a, and I would say challenge yourself to be open to the possibility that to, to not be resistant to when these things happen, to when you hear these stories. I know, in, like, in my experience, one of the, the biggest wake-up calls I, I have had is just hearing about people that I've met and hearing about stories about them. And your first reaction is, I know that person. And generally, it's hard to reconcile, well, that person's always been cool to me, so I, I have trouble processing that that's not a that that person's not a good person or that they have you know that they've done something like this and that resistance hinders that growth and that's where you know that that's really what one of the biggest stumbling blocks of, with this over the past decades and decades has been my friend couldn't have done those things and the people around it deny, deny, deny. And it's not just with women. I mean, you see the same thing with that, the, you look back at what the, the whole Sandusky thing, and how many people knew about it and kept trying to, you know, go, oh, make excuses, turn a blind eye. And we've seen this pattern before. It's not just with women. It's the, we don't want to accept the possibility that the person we know has done something wrong. And that's what's contributed so much to why this is so difficult. Because a lot of times, the person you know, you know is, is a guy. You're the guy. And so you're more likely to believe the person you know than the person you don't know. And that's looking at it from the side of the accused. If you look at it from the side of the accuser, statistically... All of the women that you know, if they're uh, over the age of eight, all the adult women that you know, most or all of them have experienced some sort of sexual assault or sexual harassment in their life. Most mm-hmm. to all. And so 
And, and that's just, the thing. You, you don't hear, because just because you don't hear them doesn't mean it's not happening. Exactly. That's the point I'm trying to make. So someone very close to you is listening and they're hearing when you do things like defend a known rapist or say, well, they shouldn't have shown up in this hotel room. Because the chances are all or most of the adult women in your life have been assaulted at some time or another. And they are listening when you make these types of statements. And they are thinking, wow, I can never tell them what happened to me. Wow, I can never come to you to tell you about this person who just raped me because look how you feel. And that's, and that's how we, you know, that's not just I mean, how we got here, but that's how we got here, right? And, and I, okay. See what I'm, what I'm, the battle in my head is the fight. The battle in my head is the, is, is the fight for, I'm not going to be accused of being anything. I'm not talking, <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm and it, accusing this is, anything. This is, this is, and again, that's the battle in my head. That's the battle in my head. That's what I, that's, again, I'm not, I'm not opening this up to the, to the, to the audience. In this. But that's the battle inside of me. I get what you're saying, Candace. And I understand completely that, the, that, those, those, that value of being able to tell someone you trust when they, when they have these beliefs that go against what you feel they should believe is strong. And I understand that. I'm not here as a I'm not here taking moral high ground on anything that's happened in the last hour of this show. Am I defending his actions? No. William Cosby raped 50 plus women. He did that. Should he be in jail for raping those 50 plus women? Yes. He's a serial rapist. I don't see I don't see any problem with putting him in jail for that for that crime. Not one bit. No buts, no ands, no ifs. I'm sitting here as a person who is not going to learn what should and should not be said to understand others because I expect the same from other people when they deal with me. No one knows the trauma in anyone's life that, that they deal with. No one. Your fears and your trepidation and your apprehension about about what you can and can't do. I'm speaking to ladies in our audience about this. I don't know them because I don't go through them. But I want you to understand that I am not 
I do not. I would say I do not blame you for these situations. But I know I've said blameful rhetoric. I am not here as a social justice warrior to put people on display and tell you, oh, this person is horrible, this person is bad. Not, that's not for me to do. My job is to entertain as best I can. And when it's not entertaining, be told that sucked. Find something else to do. We went down a deep, 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 deep rabbit hole here that needed to be gone. And I'm not, I'm not there and go, oh man, I can't believe we did this. This is railroaded our show. Sometimes it's not all, it's not all fun. It's not, and I hope that the people were hurt, if anyone was hurt by what I said, that they find healing. If they were hurt personally by, by what I said, that they, if they know me personally, you can speak to me about anything. Everyone who knows me knows that. I am not here to hurt people. It's not the job of the dot comedy podcast. It's not the job of DJ Marcus. I am simply here to tell what's going on in this world from a comedic standpoint. And if it ain't funny, let me know. I mean, ultimately, we like to think that we're trying to help heal things, but sometimes you got to do surgery so you can heal. Can you take a break? Let's take a break. Take a break. Let's take a break. Take a break, and we'll come back with I guess more. Looking at, looking at, looking at me. Look at that, look at how they're looking at me. Eyes all sticking like honey on bees. Yeah, look at that, uh, look at how uh. they're looking at me. DC chilling, PG chilling. My name Wale and I came to get it. Came to get it, came to get it. My name Wale. And this segment of that comedy podcast is brought to you by the that comedy podcast. We can only represent ourselves in this world. The that comedy team is here with you each week, every Tuesday night at nine o'clock. We are here for your comedic fun. So join us live on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. YouTube, anywhere you find live video, you'll find the Dot Comedy Podcast. And we're back, Joey. Mm. 
We got uh, we got into it there. Yep. It's all right. It happens. Come back. We can. It's not. It's not an impossible. You know who? Who? who I, I'm hoping we has has the king of all comebacks. Who's that, Joe? Shakari Richards. Shakari. Shakari. Uh, we last were celebrating her. Yes, last week we uh, were. <laughs> And this week, uh, she got suspended for one month after a failed drug test. Um, this will be the first. This will be a uh, quote she said Friday on the Today Show. She said, "This will be the last time the Olympics don't see Shikari Richardson." Okay. Um, she failed a drug test for THC, which is a banned substance, um, admitting that uh, she basically found out that a family member died via an interview. And Not a family member, a mother. A mother. So, uh, it took a bit of a toll on her. She, and, uh, she toked up yeah. and owned up for it. Um, and she's admitted to taking full responsibility for her actions. At the same time, it's like, why? Why is this banned? Why is THC banned, or why marijuana? Why is marijuana banned? Why is THC banned in the Olympics? Racism. Because it's not legal in all states. It's not like federally legal, and the Olympics is a national, you know, an international. It's not Nebraska Olympics, right? She's representing our nation, mm-hmm. and it's not legal in the nation just yet. I don't think it would matter if it's illegal in the nation. It's it's the international community too that has to be okay with it. Sign off on it. Because I think I don't. I think for most of the sports that are within the U.S., it's no longer a banned substance. No. Oh, it, yeah, it is. It's still banned. It's still banned. How do they were phasing that out? I mean, it still hasn't gone nationally, but. And that it it's it, the reason it's still it's still a class one substance, so it's not a it's still banned for. But it's private enterprise, so it's up to them yeah. to decide how they want to handle it. That's true. That's why that's why it's still state. The state still have their rights to to handle those situations, right? But it does. It's up to the like the NBA, the NFL, the MLB to decide if they want to test for it anyway. Yes, true. They don't have to test for it if it's not a banned substance. Why are you testing for it? Okay, it's banned by the Olympic Committee. It clearly is. And, <laughs> and the thing is that even if the U.S. wants to lobby on her behalf, we don't really have any legs to stand on considering the way we've treated the, the use of the substance over the past, you know. It's been, it went from like the vilified of the vilifieds yeah. in the 90s to, <laughs> to, to the, it was the, it was the gateway drug. At least that's what McGruff told me. <laughs> I'm just... I don't know if I should say happy about the fact, but I guess pleased that when Michael Phelps got caught smoking weed, he was penalized as well. So this is not like a black thing. It's not a woman thing. Like Michael Phelps got caught with weed. He lost his Kellogg sponsorship. The U.S. swimming team took away his his financial sponsorship. Um, And uh, he got, I want to say, like a 30 day or 60 day suspension or whatever. But he was harshly punished as well. So I can say this is not any kind of a discriminatory practice, or at least it does not seem to be. Yeah, I mean, I, 
I don't the know. The timing that. was bad for her. He got yeah. caught after he competed, and she has gotten caught before. Yeah. And people, are, and it's not like she's not going to be able to compete. She's a thirty-day suspension, which means she's going to miss some of the beginning. Um, no, they already they, they already ruled her out. It was, oh, completely. It, it came out today. Yeah, they, they basically um, pushed up her her the uh, next person's gonna fill in for her. Yeah, they filled her. They filled her spots. Oh, that's spot. not what they were saying at first. They were saying a thirty day suspension, and she was only gonna miss the hundred meter. Right. They fully well, filled her spots. They filled her spot for the hundred meter. You know, I actually, don't the, the, the I think that the relay might still be an option. Was that uh, was you yeah, said that article was fake that you pulled the, up earlier? That one article was, but there there was a there they have filled her spot for the hundred meter. I I don't remember if it was said that they um, when I did a fact checking on. The, there's a fake article out there for those who don't know, alleging that some uh, some woman from Utah uh, was running was running in her place, and uh, it was a, it's a joke. It's, uh, Rebecca Washington is not a real person, at least not anyone who's ran track uh, or who's anywhere near the Olympics. Uh, yeah, CNN CNN reported about two hours ago that her suspension ends before relay events. Shakari uh-huh. Richardson left off U.S. Olympic team. U.S. Olympic track team. She left off the list. So she's not going to be able to run relay either? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Ah, uh, fact. Because I'm not who, sure they could. suffers? America. Because yeah. that's like three more medals we could have won if yeah. they let that girl go. I mean, we still have some heavy hitters going anyway. But, yeah, I mean, it definitely sucks, especially for something that only comes around every four years. I will say, I do think we have some progress from what happened with Michael Phelps in that I think didn't Nike maintain their sponsorship with her? I don't think they dropped her. I didn't see any, I any, don't know. I I didn't see any I sponsorship drops. Yeah, I don't, I don't I think that a lot of the sponsors are sticking with her. Um I I get the impression, you know, even the, the problem is again, I don't know the international community stance on these things. You know, a lot of times they're ahead of the US on this stuff. <laughs> but yeah, she's still backed by Nike. The US the US is going to have a hard time lobbying for her on any type of, you know, exception or anything, because again, still our, with our law. history, yeah. well, it's just with our history on and 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 how that and how we've treated people who've been caught using that substance. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Michael Phelps got a much harsher harsher penalty, and he never tested positive. They just leaked photos of him smoking weed. Yeah. So, um. You know, I, I, I think that, I, I mean, I can't speak to this one of those problems. This is, one of, again, one of those these knowledge gaps. I can't speak to the reaction that I've seen that from other people. The reaction I've seen has generally been, you know, it sucks. It sucks that this happened. And a lot of people, I think, a lot more people than have in the past understand. I'm sure there are still those out there who are he- heavily critical of her. And are being relentless about it, even in America. It it, it sucks. Those people, those people suck. Um, yeah, I think anybody can appreciate the situation she was in and understand. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and be understanding. And it's it's like, is this really preventing her? You know, is this helping her really win over somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a marijuana is not a performance enhancing drug. It can help I, you relieve pain and recover, maybe. Yeah, it help That's recovery, the best but, you can argue. But again, average person smoking pot ain't running no marathons. Why are we? Why are we trying to prevent? I I don't ever understood that when people are using any sub, you know, these substances to help just to help with recovery to get healthy. 
why would we not encourage that to that point? Because it's like I understand like ongoing use of performance enhancing drugs to ch- is cheating, but just yes. just to get healthy to be able like we want the best to be there. We want to see the best go out. You don't want to see someone miss anything because of an injury, especially athletes who have this like limited shelf life to capitalize on their talent. I agree. It uh. I, I don't. I don't see marijuana as a as as bad as we as it was when we were little, because it 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 sure was a criminal job thing to do with smoking weed when we were when we were growing up. You had too many programs telling you not to do that. Which it, but now it's it's been it's started its process of becoming a part of a part of everyday life. So with with this, I, I don't think she should have been. Suspended? I don't believe she should have been. A, it, it's extreme emotional dis- distress is is one of those situations. Her mother just passed. You gotta have some type of <laughs> some type of thought process in there. Hey, people go through stuff. The, the devil's advocate argument is going to be she should have gone to a professional and gotten prescribed antidepressants as opposed to going to an illicit a substance. That's what they're going to say. But antidepressants would have affected, would actually could affect Way her more side effects. as a as a runner. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that's going to be the argument. Yes, she was having a hard time. Yes, she needed something to help cope. There are legal substances uh, true. for such. Very true. Is what they would is what they would say. They and don't I'm, usually give you substances like that though for you know grief, temp- you know, temporary. No, not temporary grief. grief. Right. Like, this is, like, just the, the timing and the nature of that. I, I don't think that she's, I don't get the impression that it's something that she's, like, doing ongoing to deal with this, you know, a perpetual issue. And that's what those typically are prescribed for. I, I mean, I think it's just, it's one of those things where it's, like, a moment of weakness type thing. Yeah, I mean, she, it, 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 I've, now I've heard this argument as well, mm-hmm. that she's an Olympian. She knows a drug test. She knows she's going to the Olympics. What would make you think doing any drug would be okay? <laughs> I think that, uh, <laughs> up until the Olympics is over with. And she's admitted that. Yeah. Like everything she said has been, look, I you know, I messed up and yeah. I'm not gonna do it again. And you know, and she's took it full like that, at no point and that's one of the things we you know I She's I, been an Olympian about this shit. She's been yeah, since, I mean since since everything broke. She's actually she's taken ownership of it. She said that it's it's not she's not blaming anyone else for it. And I and hey, you know what? In what's what damn year is it now? It's twenty twenty one. So twenty twenty five. Are you doing everything? What's four? the point of hating her? Like I, I don't know, I don't I don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I don't understand, like other than like just like Jealousy. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Like, it's a, anyone who hates. So anyone who has a negative. It's either pro- jealousy or racism. It's one of the two, <laughs> pretty much. Oh man, but yeah. So what else is going on, Joe? Uh, there was a officer who tried to uh, who thought he was being slick the other day. Um, he there was a occurrence outside a um. An occurrence. A, a, an occurrence. There was an occurrence outside a courthouse. <laughs> right? And uh, no, there was a it was a, a activists were, were film, filming a sheriff's deputy during a confrontation. Okay. In front of the uh, the county courthouse in Oakland, California this week. And um the officer um realized that he was being recorded and thought 
oh crap, they're gonna they're gonna viral video me. So he decided that he would try to prevent this by blasting Taylor Swift's 2014 hit single "Blank Space," <laughs> thinking that I think it's genius. It's, it's pretty <laughs> thinking that it would trigger the automated uh, copyright. Uh, rules on YouTube and f- and lock down the video. Block the video. It is yeah. a genius move. This is like the episode of Rick and Morty when <laughs> he was hanging out with Morty's dragon and yeah. he's like, oh, I'll just send him a, a g- an animated gift that doesn't mean anything. And Morty looks at his phone and it's just like Taylor Swift pumping her fist in the air. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it, 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 is a, it is a genius move on his part. Um, but he has to <laughs> fully understand how the internet works. Just, <laughs> just because YouTube blocks it doesn't mean the rest of the internet's gonna block that. Um, he's, <laughs> they're trying, Joey. Yeah, it didn't work. They're trying. They're trying their damn. The, the video, the video on YouTube has a uh, hundred and ten thousand views, <laughs> and it didn't stop anything from on Twitter because on Twitter it has six hundred eighty thousand views. <laughs> So his plan backfired. But maybe he'll get some tickets to the Taylor Swift concert next year. <laughs> like, oh, I got a biggest fan. It's a cop. It drew more attention than it needed to. She got more plays on, uh, on Spotify now. I mean, the fact that he's trying to get the video to not go up instead of just, hey, if you don't want to get caught doing messed up shit, don't do messed up shit. You know they can't stop that, Joe. That is that is not in their it does not in their mind. It's not a good look. <laughs> they they'll rather skirt the law instead of instead of upholding it. The, the cover cover ups never look good. It doesn't matter what you're covering up, even if it's innocuous. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a weird situation. But hey, he was he was forward thinking. He may get accommodation for that from the uh, from the commissioner. Speaking of covering up. You know who needs to cover up? Who's that? Carrot Top. <laughs> Carrot Top? What, what does he need to cover up? Is his is, is wacky his get red hair? Dick! Oh. Oh. Is, is I don't understand how he didn't get his account suspended, his post blocked. His whole dick was on the internet. Like, the entire dick. It was out. Like, you could see the fucking uncircumcised head right on Instagram. I'm not Googling it, but is this still up there? It's still up there, and that's the funniest part about it. It's uh, it's still wow. there. Wow. Um, Candace sent that to us, and I looked I looked on his page as soon as Candace sent it to us, because again, I'm, I'm secure in, in my masculinity. Um, his whole dick just pop out. Uh, I, I've never... I've never <laughs> he was doing jumping jacks. I'm like, how'd you not know your dick was going to jump out? <laughs> That's some redheaded hoe shit right there. <laughs> Is this because it was Fourth of July? Is this like that vegan hot dog thing? Ew, ew! It was disgusting. Like truthfully, I, I, he needed to wear he needed to wear uh, what was that a, a jock strap or something? Was it befreckled? I don't know. Like, I didn't look that close. Like bedazzled, but befreckled. We couldn't see all of that. We couldn't see freckles. Yeah, we weren't that close. He's the most freckled human being on the planet. I mean, I would assume there are freckles on it, but the camera wasn't zoomed in like that. I thought I have freckles. You know what? 
Those might be moles. Maybe you get that check. No, I have freckles. Like if you pull, like if I pull this part of my eye, you can see them like right here. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Okay. But yeah. Um, okay. You ever you ever go to Seven uh, Eleven? Yes. All right. You ever look at the, uh, the hot dogs when they're when they're on the on the grill and there's that one that cheeseburger one. <laughs> The one that the abomination? Yes. <laughs> yes. I've had one of those. <laughs> it's actually pretty tasty. You'll but it never does, e- it looks disturbing in every way. You'll never eat one again. <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a, it looks like a hot dog that has cancer. <laughs> Don't talk about cancer on that shit. It looks like it emphysema does. dog. It does. Oh, but yeah, he, he, he and then he like he, he's running around with some dude. I think is is Carrot Top gay? I think that was a thing a while ago. That is a good question. I'm not certain. Because I think that was a thing a while ago that he was that he was like either like bi or gay. He might be. I could I could see it either way. Because he he was running around with a dude and they kept showing a baby in a stroller and just him and a dude and a baby. And I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? And he's wearing Richard Simmons gear. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening with this? But yeah, so he, he need to keep his dick in. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's, it's twenty twenty one. Can't can't just be running around here. With the bigger question is how is he not getting banned? That is white privilege at its finest. Like how <laughs> is it still up all this time? Huh. That is that is the question, Candace. I, 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 let me let me go back and see if it's still up. <laughs> I don't want to see it. But I got for journalistic purposes. I got to make sure this is still the thing. And I think it's gone. Nope, still up. Joe, you got to see this. Huh? This is an like, outrage. He this looks like um, he looks like the lead singer Kiss hmm. on like a bad day. <laughs> it was like every day for him, but like he looks horrible. Did you see the? Uh, uh, the when nail has he polish? ever not looked horrible? What was that, Ken? Did you see the nail polish? Yeah, it, it just looks a hot goddamn mess. Yeah, all of this is a mess right now. He didn't look horrible when he was when he was he was like all muscle. He was like cock these uh, carrot top, and everybody was like, "What is he? <laughs> just swinging that hammer?" Oh, you might there might be something to your possibly he's gay because it, look in the video, his hat has the rainbow and like his socks have the rainbow on it. Yeah, it's a lot oh, of rainbows. Yeah, he might just be showing solidarity for gay pride, but or he may be actually gay. Okay, ain't going down that road. (laughs) But but yeah, it's uh, carrot top. Uh, What was he funny for? Like, did he have jokes or did he just break stuff? Props, prop Prop comic, prop comic. Okay, that's what you should be, Joey. Arguably the most famous prop comic of all time. Joey should be a prop comic. Don't you think, Candace? He come up, come up with a with a plastic bin full of surprises. I am a plastic plastic bin full of surprises. <laughs> I am the prop. Throwing snakes and shit at the audience. That'd be fun. You don't think that'd be no? <laughs> it'd be sad. <laughs> it would be. That'd be that'd be the funniest part about it. You know what would happen? I would just sit on a box and cry, and they would someone would start playing "Send in the Clowns." Okay, 
And then I would die because my heart would break for myself. Well, what else is going on in the world, Joey? Um, so Robert Downey, speaking of Instagram, Robert Downey Jr. has uh, started unfollowing some people from his, on his Instagram account. And okay. It's his Instagram. He can do that. Yeah. Fans are worried that it might be that he's like done with Marvel, like done, done. Well, he is. On July 2nd, he noticed that he's no longer following Marvel castmates and colleagues, including Chris Evans, Tom Holland. And John Favreau. Okay, so... Did they kill, I don't follow the movies. Did, did they kill the Iron Man character already? Yeah, he died yes. last movie. Okay, so that job's over for him. You know it's, how when you quit a job and then you don't talk to those people anymore, like you're only friends with them because they're your co-workers? Well, there's two people... I, I would agree with that, except that. Two things. One... They introduced time travel in that movie, so there's nothing saying they they can't find a way to bring him back if they want to. Uh, two, he basically built that franchise because he was the original Avenger. Mm-hmm. And then three, he unfollowed Jonathan John Favreau, who he's good friends with outside of the movies. Like they've made number of movies together. They're they're, they're super close. So. To me, I don't think this has anything to do with the movie stuff. Now, here, here's the question. Mm-hmm. Is it... Is, do you think that Robert Downey Jr., being who he is, mm-hmm. actually curates his own Instagram? <laughs> Would Tony Stark? Because they're the same person. <laughs> Tony Stark would. Tony Stark wouldn't. Tony Stark would te- would say, would, "Don't would hand me things." <laughs> Every time there was, there was phone, they would say, "This happened on your phone." He'd say, "Don't hand that to me." Uh, there, there's others that have that think that he is likely due to um, he's focusing on his business and environmental causes rather than his movies. And so he's unfollowing them because he's going to shift the use of his account. Okay. And some also speculated that whether he may have a new social media manager. Although I don't see how distancing yourself from any of those three guys is, is something that's like why like I I can see I can see him not wanting to be uh not wanting to follow Tom Holland. <laughs> like don't did he have to do anything? <laughs> but Tom Holland I can uh, of the three I can see Tom Holland going by the wayside. Really? Yeah. Tom Holland's an annoying human being. I've seen him in interviews. <laughs> he seems like a very annoying human being. I thought he genuinely liked him. Because they did, they, well, again, they did, they did that, sh- the chef show, they had that one episode where they were all eating dinner together. Holland, Favreau, and Robert Downey Jr. were all there. Maybe that's the last time. And Kevin Feige. He needed to see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, they were after, all... maybe after that <laughs> he went home and went you know what I'm done with all of them yeah uh, okay so I mean it's I, I don't like uh, the Dak Comedy uh, Instagram page I don't I, do I follow it does DJ Marcus follow Dak Comedy <laughs> I, I hope so I don't think I do I think I think one of my one of my accounts follows it but not the other it's not that's not a glowing endorsement 
I follow dot comedy. I would just like to say that. <laughs> Uh, it, it's and, and and both of DJ Marcus's accounts <laughs> and Joe. His burner account? That's, that's the DJ yeah. Marcus account. <laughs> DJ, DJ Marcus's burner account is DJ Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What else going on, man? Let's You know what, Joe? We're almost done, man. Uh, let's get ready to get out of here. We got some rapid fire things we can hit real quick. We got some rapid fire things. Uh... Recently, uh, Heidi Klum says she and her ex-husband Seal renewed their vows eight times to try and make their marriage marriage work. Let me look this up because I think they were only married for eight years. So they did that shit last year. Did anyone explain it? I think when you got to do it every year from the yeah they did they they renewed their vows annually in an attempt to make their marriage work. I think I got married eight times to Seal. She said, "I thought it would be kind of like fun. I thought it would be a fest of love." Clum continued, but you know that doesn't work either. I tried. You can't say I didn't try. When they get divorced, it's been a minute. Yeah, is it, who's Heidi Clum dating? They tied the knot in two thousand five. Yep, they were only married for eight years. They renewed their vows yearly. Yep. The divorce right. was finalized in twenty fourteen. They've been divorced since twenty fourteen. Is she is she dating somebody? Uh, probably. Let's see. Heidi Klum. Oh, she got married and remarried in 2020. Oh, well, I can stop bugging you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, now I've, I've taken, uh, I've taken marriage classes before, Joe. Not, not, not because I was going to get married, but because I wanted to see exactly what these classes were about. Um... Nowhere in the suggested literature, anywhere, does it say, hey, uh, go back every year and say the same shit you said last year to them again. <laughs> it just seems... <laughs> and make it work. <laughs> it seems like uh, you're, you're trying to file... Uh, file uh, An extension. File, it's like file an extension on your taxes. It's like, sending, <laughs> it's like sending memos at work just so that the stuff's documented so you have your emails when you're trying to get somebody fired. Your paper trail? Is that it was a paper it? trail. It was a paper trail? That's all it was. It's like, you haven't lived up to any of the vows that we keep saying every year. Because meanwhile, in a healthy relationship, Dwayne Raid is, is trolling his wife, and they seem to be doing just fine. That, okay. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are a couple goals for a couple reasons. Yeah. Not the, um, not the, not the dingleberry licking that she did, she does before the games. That 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 was that's in the that was that was an episode of the Dot Comedy Podcast that we went over previously. Mm. Um, but for the fact that they have fun in their relationship, they, do. they seem like the happiest like couple to ever like be a couple. That's also because he lets her lead. <laughs> She's in charge, so I guess They're going to be happy. I mean, Can Candace, do you see them as couple goals? Yeah, they're a great couple. I love it. Cause I, I look at him, like when she she does shit with the baby on a uh, on TikTok and it's hilarious because the baby doesn't like her. <laughs> like you get this sense of the baby just like why does this nanny keep bugging me? Because <laughs> she keeps running away from her and will run to her dad and just like that. But it just looks like they have such a loving and happy home. And and who 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 was trying to step in and uh and mess up this? Beautiful, lovely home. Faison Love, of all people, <laughs> revealed he and Union had a heavy makeout session back in the day. So Wade decided to show his uh, pettiness 
uh, posting videos with a compilation of photos of, of her and him. Uh, and the photos were mostly doctored. They were, <laughs> they were just mostly uh, her, and, uh, her, her head and his face on various bodies. <laughs> okay. Including the uh, a scene from Boomerang starring Eddie Murphy and Holly Bear. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Couples Retreat? I vaguely, I think I saw a part of it. Candace, did you ever see Couples Retreat? Yeah, I did. Okay. If you watch Couples Retreat and say that Faison Love at any point in time, that was probably peak Faison Love. (laughs) Couples Retreat. How the hell did him and Gabrielle Union get the same fucking room? (laughs) I ain't know who the hell he knows. Oh, wait. And I ain't know how the hell he got to the room. To make out with her in the same room. Because that doesn't make any damn sense. It gets better. Guess guess where Faison Love put this out there? Where? Kwame Brown show. See? Kwame Brown, Kwame Brown starting shit. He just out there in the internet <laughs> just starting shit everywhere. Uh, but I still need to know. I need to know where, here it is. Uh, where they met. The qu- Someone needs, someone needs to get me In the, the address. middle of their talk, Love decided to drop some tea about him and, and Union on locking lips. He said, Gabrielle Union and I had a nice kiss in the club. Love named Vince Carter as a witness and told Brown to ask him about that night. He even claimed that everybody know about the infamous phase on Gabby tongue down. <laughs> <laughs> when asked to some degree about Union's dating life at that time, Faison offered, she was dating me, at, me that night. He eventually simply explained they all linked up say Carter and Union were going out or something. I don't know what it was. We was getting drunk, and it was an infamous night. Oh, uh, okay. So she was drunk. And mean, I, meanwhile, after, after uh, Dwayne Wade posted that video, his oldest child commented under it, said, somebody tell me what's going on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, anything else going on, Joey? Uh, not, not a damn thing. All right. <laughs> so that's how we get to the end of that. Candice, where can they find you out there? You got, you doing any, you have any shows coming up? Yeah, I always do. I'm in high demand. So you need to follow me on just underscore Candice. That's with the K-A-N-D-Y-C-E. And I post my gigs on there. And pointless videos about deer every morning. So Deer? Yeah, she does her morning walk, and she, for some reason she keeps finding the same goddamn deer. Uh, I, <laughs> you know what you should do, Candace? It's a deer population, okay? When and they walk- love me. They come out like I'm Snow White in the fucking cartoon. You ain't feeding them, are you? Huh? No. they coming out. wild animals. Follow you home. They'll kick you if you date. Hey. <laughs> they kick you. They kick they let me get kind of close to the little, the younger ones, not the babies, but like, I would say like the teenage ones, they let me get really close to them. Mama gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Get away from my babies. Oh, man. Uh, or whatever the noise they make. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I've never seen a buck. Only fawns and does. That's all I ever see. I'm like, where are the male fuck? They have to be male deer somewhere because I've seen the babies. They're in the woods. <laughs> the They're in Narnia. The male deer in the woods. There's a wardrobe deep in the woods, and all the male deer come out of it once a year to meet. Like cicadas? Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
Like cicadas. Uh, he just accepted that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a better explanation. Ken's like, well, okay. Oh, man. So, Joey, can they find you anywhere, man? You got things happening? Uh, I will be at Nottingham's on the 16th of July. Okay. In uh, Columbia, Maryland. All right. Well, and DJ Marcus will be, and you know what? I, I, I finally decided I gave up the gig at the Ha Hole. Oh. Uh, it was it was just too much travel. Uh, so I, I'm looking for a new gig. Uh, remember DJ Marcus, that's spelled with one D and a J. And that's the M-A-R-C-U-S. Why are you confused about that? Two letters. Too late. <laughs> Too many letters. Oh, man. But it's been real. It's been fun, Joey. It has been another real dot comedy podcast. And we're going to see you all next week. Where we will have who on the show, Joey? Uh, funny lady Nick Snow will be on the program. Nick Snow will be in the building. But we will see you all next time with more fun and more thrills on the dot comedy podcast.